Hello, hello. My name is Dr. Rachel Gainsbrew, and I am obsessed with all things short-term rentals, revenue streams, and helping you navigate your career, real estate, and your busiest and most wonderful seasons of life. I'm an immigrant, a pharmacist, a wife, and a mom who took one guest room rental and turned it into a multi-property, seven-figure real estate business, which has also landed us on TV. I'll teach you the real secrets and everything you need to build a short-term rental business that you love. I discuss the hard topics, mistakes I've made, and the mistakes others have made so you don't have to make them for yourself. Financing, automations, acquisitions, low occupancy, scaling, and building your team all while balancing your life are all subjects to be discussed here. Consider me that one best friend you can come to with your short-term rental business questions. So grab your coffee, get comfortable as you get ready to learn and grow with me. This is the Luxury Short-Term Rental Doctor podcast. Annie, hello. I am just so excited to have you here with us. Oh my goodness. So this is my goal. We are in the season of gratitude and I really want to give you guys an opportunity to learn what Annie has to offer because here's the deal guys. I don't want to take it lightly that some of you are encountering occupancy issues and some of you are encountering some struggles, but is there a way and for is there a way to squeeze some more juice out of your property? Some of you are telling me I've done everything but have you really, have you done everything? That is what I, I think one of the big mistakes we entrepreneurs make. We've thought of everything, but have we done everything? So in the spirit of the season of thankfulness, the season of gratitude, I am bringing you something, something really special that I want to share with you. And I think it's going to make an impact on your bottom line. And being savvy with your short-term rental is going to be really important. And it's not only something that you can set up now, it's going to alleviate the pressure of finances in the future. So putting in some effort now, being thoughtful about how you're setting up your property, being thoughtful about what the offerings are, understanding the needs of your guests, it is a win-win for everyone. So without further ado, I would love to introduce to you the co-founder and CEO of host.co. Annie, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. That was the best intro ever. I'm very excited about this whole month, getting paid and getting paid for your time. Huge theme, right? Huge theme. I am CEO and co-founder of the Host Co. And prior to that, I was a creative director at Facebook. And prior to that, I was a creative director at Twitter. So I'm a total Bay Area eye roll. I live in Oakland, California, right? I've worked at Google. I've worked embedded at Airbnb. Total tech nerd in Oakland. But the whole time that I have been a tech nerd, I have also been a short-term rental host. I've been a short-term rental host. Before Airbnb existed, I was renting out my apartment in San Francisco on Craigslist. Whoa, what a throwback. Oh, she said Craigslist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> love it. I love your house hack. So you are always looking for opportunities to squeeze the juice out. And you kind of yeah. have to, right? In California, I'm not going to lie. Y'all. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was doing rental arbitrage. I mean, I will admit it was a little sketchy on Craigslist when I was saying, yeah, send me a photo of your ID, which means nothing, right? So I have been short-term renting forever in a day. Right. And throughout all of that, I've been a in the tech world. And I have always said, as is my co-founder, we're spending a lot of time giving recommendations to our wonderful guests, but giving recommendations. Oh, do you know a chef in the area? Oh, that chef's not available. Oh, do you know of another chef? 
Hey, do you know how we can get picked up from the ferry in this location? Hey, where can we get a massage, right? Oh, I forgot my phone or the dreaded one in the morning, depends on where you live, from your very tipsy guest. Hey, do you have more firewood or we ran out of propane at one in the morning, right? And you're like, I can't believe you thought it was a good idea to text me at one in the morning, right? Um, oh my but my co-founder and I, who runs a property management company, would always kind of complain about it, right? Like, hey, people are asking us all of these things. And there's this huge operational inefficiency. We're going back and forth where our property manager is again and again. No, we don't have that. Yes, you can have this. Look at where you can find this. Hey, we should be getting paid for all of this time was where we started with that. That makes sense. So you were solving a problem that you yourself were encountering. And isn't that entrepreneurship, right? We see a problem and we work to solve that problem. And you know what? The more problems you can solve, the more opportunity you have to create a revenue stream. So that is awesome. So when did the idea occur to you that a piece of software could maybe help remedy a lot of these questions and alleviate honestly, the burden of the back and forth. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of us have experimented with things like this. Oh, I'm going to leave out, I'll leave them one bottle of wine, but did like more, they can Venmo me. Right. I think so many people that I talked to have said, oh yeah, I've tried to do things like this, but it just doesn't, it takes too much time. It's too all over the place, that kind of thing. My co-founder and I, we about two and a half years ago built some software. It's very similar to something like Etsy or eBay, right? It's a very simple store. In that store, you can say, I want to sell this and this. Your guest doesn't get the location of that item until after they checked out. So I'm going to hit buy. And then firewood is behind the house to the left, under the tarp, under the thing. Like, it's just not visible, right? Very easy because guests are on vacation. They want to buy stuff, right? And then connecting it to your vendors that you're always recommending as well is the second step that we did. We built this software. We launched it in, and I was still working at Facebook, by the way, when we launched it. We launched it in seven rentals in Joshua Tree to see like, we think this is going to work. We know our guests are always asking us for stuff. Let's see what happens. The first month that we had this live, 40% of guests made a purchase. Wow. It, I wow. literally was like, okay, I'm quitting my job. I'm quitting my job. And we're making this new, much bigger software because people are generally, they're on vacation. They're really primed to spend money. Yeah, they have one right. it's a whole different mindset yeah. the budget goes out the door a little bit yeah. yeah it's a whole different mindset yeah it is and we started at the same time looking at so full service hotels make about 30 percent of their overall revenue on upsells right that includes food and bed being the biggest late checkout early check-in access to unique spaces upgrades laundry service they really charge that up certainly room service. Wellness is a big, big part of those full service hotels. And just looking at that thing, if full service hotels are making 30% of their entire profit, right? On, on this short-term rentals should be too. There's no reason why this, we can't automate this with software to make it accessible to short-term rentals. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. So guys, if you are not leveraging the added services that you have within your property, guys, you are leaving money on the table. And things as simple as, you know what, early check-in, late check-out, that's something they're already asking for, right? But guess what? The bottleneck is us as the homeowner, us as the host. It's like, well, how do I manage that? That's going to be an extra 13 clicks and an extra 13 steps. And I'm already busy, right? And I think hosts 
the host code has the answer to that. And I love it. So something as simple as early check-in, late check-out, you have to do no marketing for that. Everyone's asking all the way to specialized services. What I love is that you've created something that can encompass all of those things to create that extra revenue. So thank you for that. For those of you who right now you're going through it, right? You may not be seeing the numbers that you're wanting to see with your short-term rental. How do we squeeze more juice out of the property? Some of you are in a position to purchase another property, which is great. Some of you not yet, right? You're in that holding pattern. So what can you do right now to optimize? Right now we're in a season of optimization. There are a few things that we are doing that's changing in our business because as as the real estate cycle continues to cycle, it does what it does. We're looking at different strategies. We are in acquisition mode, but we are optimizing also because you cannot be okay with just having a meh property. The, the buyer, the guest or traveler is more savvy than that right? So I absolutely love what Annie is bringing to the table because no one else is talking about this. No one else is really doing this. And it puts you in a position, it positions you as an elevated host, a professional host. So Annie, could you talk to us a little bit about host.co? Talk to us a little bit about the software. And I would love if we could do a little show and tell. I can share screens. I can pull oh, yeah. it up. So that would be awesome. What we do with the host co is we enable host property managers to add upsells to their rentals and upsells are not nickel and diming anybody. You shouldn't, I, we say, don't ever sell a granola bar. Don't ever sell a bottle of water, right? But play to your guest needs. What are your guests asking you for? Often they're asking for, where can I find a massage? Can someone come over and cook for us, right? Can I get a mid-stay clean? What about laundry service, right? There are all of these things, late checkout, access to a gym, things like that. Things that Full service hotels, said this before, they make about 30% of their revenue on those upsells, right? Wellness, food and bev, extra cleaning, laundry, right? So what we did, so we said, the hotels should not be getting all of this money alone. Short-term rentals should also be able to instantly plug in amenities and sell them to their guests. And that means that hosts can sell things that they want to sell on their platform, things that you want to stock in your house. Also, you can connect services that the host co recommends. So in the, now I think 50 cities, if you make a host co store, you'll see our curated list, massage, chef. I think in Joshua Tree, we have Reiki healers, sound bath. We have areas where we have a mobile tattoo artist for your bachelor party, right? Like awful, awful idea for a mom and dad, for your mom and dad, but amazing idea for those flash tats for you and your friends, right? That are coming. If you're in Nashville, if you're in Austin, if you're somewhere where there's bachelor, bachelorette party, bachelor party decor that they won't tape on the wall so they don't bring their own, right? There are so many things that your guests are needing throughout the cycle of their stay, right? And that they're probably already asking you for and that you can be making money on each of those things. And not only can you be making money on each of those things, you look great doing it. I will tell you why you look like you're adding a value add. Oh, hey, it's day three. Are you interested in a mid-stay clean? Morning of checkout, right? Hey, would you like a late checkout? Is there anything else you need from our store? One hour after check-in. Hey, if there's anything you forgot, if you're someone who's stocking a couple of products on site, let us know we have a store. You know what they forgot? They forgot their phone charger. They forgot a full-size sunblock because they couldn't pack it in their carry-on. They forgot a sun hat, right? If your guests are always asking you for those things, add them to a cabinet, a lock cabinet, stock closet, 5X them from the price you got them from. Your guests will literally leave a review that says, hey, you really saved my life. Or if you've got Advil and Gatorade, if you're in a party destination or a wedding destination, I mean, I personally would pay 40 bucks for Advil and Gatorade 
if I had a hangover and I want to leave the house, right? So yes, that is essentially what we do is we make we make it very easy to have a store that is branded to your listing. The store doesn't say, hey, this is a big host coast store. This says, it says it's Rachel's cozy cabin, right? Or something like that has a picture of your store and then has the items that you want to sell in that store. So your guests see it throughout the entire stay. The other thing that it does is it connects your recommendations. So again, if you're always saying massage, chef, late checkout, we have quite a few partners that do extra recycling pickup and extra trash pickup. Because again, if you're having a party and you've got eight things of bottles out there, making things look bad for your neighbors, your guests can actually purchase an extra trash or recycling pickup. And again, they're like, oh, it was 50 bucks. There's five of us here. It's no sweat for us. So what we're seeing is upsells, you're making $100 to $150 more per booking when you're adding upsells and you're doing pretty much no work because you're just automating those out to your partners. You're automating it to a locked closet, but it really starts to add up if you can do that for every single booking and you can really identify those three or four things that your guests are always asking for. I have rentals in Joshua Tree. Pretty much every week, I can not only predict what guests are going to ask, but I can predict when they're going to ask it right? So you look amazing. And you also create a whole lot of operational efficiencies instead of answering that guest questions 10 times during their stay. Hey, it's 1am. Do you have extra firewood? Hey, where can we find this? Where can we find that? Anything that involves an amenity on site should be in your store and you should be making money off of it. I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness, Annie, you dropped so many gems there. How do you manage equipment rentals? And you know what? I'm already thinking, Annie, what about people stealing my stuff? They yeah. said they were going to take one, but they took eight. Like, what about stealing? What about the equipment? What about all those things? So before we go into some of those things, do, did you want to share screen, Annie, and just give us a little Ooh. look at some examples as you're answering those questions? Or how do you want to roll with this? Because I think this is going to be great. And for those of you who are listening and you're not watching, Show and Tell is such an amazing part of showing up live. So that is okay if you're not able to see it, but we'll definitely work on describing it for you. Yes. And while this is loading, let's talk about rentals. Rentals are a really great one. So, and I'm, as a host, I experimented. We did this for a full year experimenting on our own guests. That sounds really weird, but before we put it live to see what is the theft here, how does this work? So I'll share my screen and talk about it. This is what a store looks like to a guest. This is a this is one of my stores. I'm going to take us out of preview mode. About 95% of people are going to see this on mobile because they're going to be looking they're going to be looking from their phone. They're going to get a link right after they book. We're so excited to have you. If you need anything while you're here, let us know. We have services, we have a store. You can link it. We have QR codes, etc., but most people just throw the link in your automated message and never think about it again. So starting with something like bikes, bike rental. So this is an item, all rentals are things that you would have on site. You can connect outside vendors to bring them to the house as well. So you can do that with, if you have a buddy that has bike rentals or if it was shop, you're always recommending, call them up and say, hey, we're always recommending you. We'd love to send you sales. I'll put your email in here and it will send them an email. Annie Sloan just rented a bike. She wants it on this day. This is the location she's at. She's gonna come in and pick it up. How it works is when a guest makes a purchase on their email receipt, they get all the information they need. So all the information is effectively blocked until they've made that purchase. So when they'd make that purchase, they give you their credit card info, they sign a terms of service. 
It says if anything is missing or anything is damaged, you're responsible for it. Currently, we don't cover insurance. So if you're renting out bikes or cars or whatever it is, make sure that you have the insurance. You can also link to your insurance in that email receipt. So you can make sure that they get that and they can sign it, et cetera. But how that works, let's say I, Annie, say, oh yeah, I want those bike rentals. It's going to tell me, okay, two bikes with helmets for the duration of your stay. You'll see the lock code on your email receipt. So you can have those bikes on site locked up. Your guest is only going to get that code is one, two, three, four. Bikes are in the garage on their email receipt. Again, they sign in terms of service. Anything is broken, anything is damaged. They are responsible for it. The host co has their billing info and it is separate from you, which is really great. So you as the host, you're not dealing with any problems. The host co is the seller of record here, right? So, oh, I couldn't find this or I couldn't find that. They contact the host co again. It's unlocking it and making sure that you're not, like the onus of responsibility is not on you. You've already got enough going on with people saying the plumbing broke, right? We see a lot of people doing really creative rentals. So murder industry is like 300 bucks. You're not necessarily just gonna leave it out, but that bachelorette party or that girls weekend, yeah, they're gonna throw that in there, right? And get, they get the unlock. Okay, it's in a locked closet. When they make the purchase, we see things like outdoor movie night with a movie, not only the inflatable screen, but the projector. And that not only is great because you can rent that out. If you left that out, you wouldn't know who the last person was that used it. You wouldn't have a track of, you, you, you can rent it for $1, but you know who checked it out. And you can also put in those instructions. You better put it back in that cabinet exactly how it is, or we're going to charge you for it, right? So just a lot of protections along the way of theft prevention. With products, what we always say is don't, you know, you don't need to do a kajillion products. You should be selling four products, right? You should, paradox of choice. Otherwise people get really frozen. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Sell the things again, as a host, what your guests are already asking for or what they run out of on day three, right? Sell those two things to them. Again, don't nickel and dime anybody. Don't sell a Tide Pod, right? But if you need to, it just it kind of depends on where you're staying too. If you have products on site, some people use a lock cabinet. Some people just use a really out of the way space. Some people put something on the top shelf of their, of their kitchen cabinet in a blank Amazon box, right? Some people have, when they have more of a party destination, they have an acrylic lock box. So it's really up to you how you want to deal with it. It also, it does inventory management. So when you're running low on something, it will alert you or it can alert your runner. You can say, alert these three people, right? When I'm down, alert my cleaner because if you're already stocking stuff, whoever's stocking your stuff, oh, we're running low on this, we're run running low on this. So that's in-home items. I would say the more properties you have, the less likely you are to do in-home items because it is, you do stock things, right? You can go to Costco and stock up twice a year. But if you have 30 properties, so if we have people with 40 properties, 50 properties, they generally only do the services. So the services that connect to a vendor they recommend or a vendor that we recommend, which again, then you're not doing, you're not doing anything, right? What happens is Annie Sloan wants a, a massage and I'm going to click that $200. Yes, I'm going to buy a massage. It's going to give you, we can scroll down here. Isn't it pretty? I'm so proud. It's gorgeous. Um, yeah. Let's say, let's say it's, and it, it looks, we created it so that your guest doesn't have to read anything. What we like to say is if someone is in a short-term rental, they're either very tired or drunk or both, and they're not going to read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we've made it so that it is very easy to just hit that plus button, hit that plus button, hit the, the checkout and go. So massage therapy in-house, select a date, and we'll be in touch for hourly scheduling. 
And then you can do that, or you can just edit here. It's going to ask your guest for a date. I'm in the shop preview, but it's going to ask for a date. And it's like, great, you're going to get more information on once you've booked. Once you book, a message goes right to your massage therapist that says, Annie Sloan booked a massage at this house on this date. Here is Annie's email and her phone number. So you can directly coordinate any additional thing you need. What hour, what style or something catering, right? Charcuterie board. Do you want it vegan? Do you want it? Do you want it this? Do you want it that? But it essentially farms that task out to that vendor. And then you make a profit on every single sale. You make about 10%. If it's a host co-vendor, you can make as much as you want. If it's your own vendor, we have people who say, my buddy does a tiki bar by my pool for $200. I charge my guests $400 because that vendor does not know how much you are making. We can pay them out or you can, they can invoice you, but they have no idea. So you can charge $600 for something and give that vendor $300. It's totally up to you if it's your vendor. So good. I love it. Look at the charcuterie stuff down there. Scroll a little bit further. <laughs> you got my appetite going. That is awesome. Oh, yoga class. And so Annie, let me ask this. What would you say are some of the most popular store items that you've seen just looking at all of the hosts who have onboarded with you? Top sellers, definitely late checkout, which if you have a, a property management software, some do that, but we can do that every time. Fresh flowers are a real big one. If you have a vendor who will deliver them or if you can supply them yourself, we have one host, all he sells is a romance package. And that romance package is, chocolates and fresh flowers. He charges a hundred dollars. I would say 90% of his guests purchase that. Right. So, and it's, if you can, your local, you can go pick them yourself. Right. And you can do it for $30 or have a runner do it or what have you. Fresh flowers, late checkout massage are right now our top three sellers. And those are top sellers by revenue. We do see a basket of snacks is a frequent seller a case of water, what we, again, we'd like to say, never sell someone a single snack, right? It just feels so weird. You don't want to seem like you're trying to get money and leave things for free, right? If you can afford to leave a gift basket, leave it out, right? When they say, oh, where'd you get that local jam? Oh, we've got more in the closet, right? For the next gift basket, but you can buy some. So those are very big ones. I think those are the biggest ones right now. We're starting to see a sound bath in Joshua Tree is a big one as well. And then- hey, what now? <laughs> I know. Sound <laughs> you know, another one that we see that did well during the summer is pool heating. Oh, yes. Yeah. Pool heating. That is such a controversial one. I know. <laughs> that's not something that people expect, right? They yeah. don't know sometimes that, yeah, that's a thing. I'm from Florida. It, pool heating is not a year round thing necessarily. Yeah. So in order to have that going, you have to prepare. You have to let them know ahead of time. And it may take a few days <laughs> to heat yeah. the pool. So it's definitely a thing. So pool heating, that's awesome. And I just love how everything's like in one place because yeah. if I need a pool heat, okay, go through this process, my poor virtual assistant. If it's pet friendly, go through this process, my poor yep. virtual assistant. If it's this, go through this process. Everything is collected in one central place. I absolutely love this. I, guys, if you are not paying attention, you're leaving money on the table because we are giving you the hacks to get you going for the next year. How do you implement? How do we implement? So as far as the rentals that you have within your property, you say a lockbox, Annie? Yeah. In my house, I don't use a lockbox. I just keep things in a cabinet that's an out of the way cabinet. And I don't keep that many of them, right? So I don't keep a ton of them. For items that are on site, 
Many people do have a lock on a cabinet. I've even heard of someone who just put a baby lock on it. People mm -hmm. can never figure that out. So you got to tell them in the, in their receipt, squeeze the top and the bottom of the baby lock to do that. Some people put things in their sock closet. Another thing that it's a funny one that we've been seeing a lot lately is things that break. So you can put things in your store instead of going through, if you're using Airbnb, the entire process, who was it? When did they break that thing? When did they lose that thing? You can put it in your store. We see wine glasses, we see bath mats, because it's an instant way to recoup your money and also do a restocking fee, like charge double, whatever you got it for, charge double, right? And just put it in your store, makes it super easy for your guest as well. So anywhere where it's kind of shoring up that leaky bucket, right? Yeah. Of all these little places that you're losing money. Yes. Yes. I love it. Let's shore up that leaky bucket. Deanna says, <laughs> how do you keep up with our stuff? How do we keep up with our stuff? Great question, Deanna. So let's talk a little bit more about that because I'm from Miami and okay, it can be a little dicey sometimes. And so I, I have a little bit of a paranoia about me. I worry about things getting stolen, cars getting broken into. Now you're telling me to fill up a cabinet and hope for the best. Annie, talk to me. Oh, <laughs> talk me off the ledge. I'll talk you off the ledge. A number of things. First, have a locked space, whatever it is. You probably already got one locked space. You can have, again, a cabinet. You can have a box. And this is for on-site things to sell. If you're in a place that things are going to get stolen in general, don't have things on-site. Use services. So services, you're going to make a lot more money also with services. So having stuff on site is wonderful. But again, connecting to service providers, you're going to make $100, $200 instead of $20. Again, still very great to do it. Your guest, again, only gets the location or instructions for an item on their email receipt. So they cannot access any item until they have paid for that item. Then we have their credit card info. They're signing a terms of service if anything is missing. You're not there, right? So if they take seven things with sunblock, you're not there. So it's either, okay, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my my cleaner take a photo of it. But again, if that's too much, if that's too much hassle, just go with services. Services are gonna be a great option for you, or even rentals that are a much larger item and there's one of them. And if it's not returned, that they will be will charge their credit card for that. I'd also say how people stock right now, people who are stocking stuff. They go to Costco or they go to Amazon and they stock that stuff, right? And then they put it in a closet or an out of the way space. And then they sell again, a case of water, a basket of snacks, et cetera. There's another way that you can do that too, is that you can see here things say pre-order on them. So these pre-order things have to be ordered before that person gets there. So again, send a link to your store in your booking. Congratulations, send it before they're there. We have people that put it in their digital guidebooks. We have put it people in their folio, et cetera. It's just a web link, right? Those items, let's say it's fresh flowers or a basket of snacks. You can say, great, you want this item. What day do you want it? And you can message that to your cleaner. Your cleaner then knows, or your runner, hey, take it out of the lock closet and put it on the table, right? So your guest has no access to that actual space, but your cleaner or your runner or you do. And not only does it tell you the date that they want that, it reminds you 48 hours in advance. Hey, do you, they really want that thing? We see that's really popular with birthday party decor, right? You can get boxes of birthday party decor or again, bachelorette party. We see people doing, hey, I'm going to get a box of colorful wigs and like funny sunglasses on Amazon for $29. And I'm going to sell it for $150 because it's five wigs and like crazy. I know we're not supposed to say Kanye anymore. We're like, Kanye type sunglasses, right? So you can set that up where your guests have no access to that. And you are the one that's putting that out on the table 
or they're pre-ordering it only. That means when they're on site, they won't be able, let's see if I can show you guys actually. Let me, let me see. So fresh flowers are a really good example of that. I'm going to say, I want to add those to my cart. I'm going to log out. I'm in a preview state. There we go. So yeah, I want those fresh flowers. I'm going to add them to my cart. You will see that right now I have it set at 114 days in advance. I mean, no one should do that. You should be seven days in advance, three days in advance. So good. That is awesome. Okay. Next question is who sets the price and who pays the vendor? So if it's your vendor, if it's your recommendation, you set the price and we can pay out that vendor for you. We have a feature that's coming out very soon. And you can say, I'm setting this price at $300. I'm paying out this vendor $200. You can also choose to have that vendor invoice you if it's someone that's already on your team, right? We have people that are doing that with cleaners. They're saying, just add whatever extra cleanings you do to the invoice, right? And we are going to charge 250. I mean, that's a lot for a clean. We're going to charge 125 for a clean. We're going to pay our cleaner $100, right? So you set those prices. If you're using one of our services, massage therapist, et cetera, you're, we set the price. So let's say $200, you are making 10% of that. So you are making 20 bucks for doing absolutely nothing in that case. <laughs> I love it. And I'm always looking for passive revenue stream, guys. Yeah. So this sounds like it has the potential to be an added passive revenue stream inside of your property. Okay. So next question is, what's the process of creating the store? How does that look like? How tough is that to do, Annie? Oh my gosh. I mean, we could, it takes about two minutes, maybe even less. You go to the host.co, it says create a store. You put in your email and your, and then it says, great email password, name your first store, right? It'll drop you off at a dashboard. It'll say, here's some videos if you want to watch them, but you can start putting stuff in your first store. We go here. I think I'm logged out. I am logged out. Let me log back in. You can make 20 stores and you'll have a dashboard with all of your different pro You can see these are three of my properties here. You can make as many as you want. You can replicate them. You can make your perfect store. And then you can say, copy the store if you've got five listings. But it's basically put in your name. It's going to drop you right here. And it's going to say, great, here's a picture of your store. Do you want to add things? And if you're in an area that already has local services curated by us, you're going to have probably six items in your store. And you can literally go ahead and share it. Here's the store link. Just add it to your automated messaging and you are literally done if you don't want to use any of your own services or you can start adding your own products here as well. I love that, Annie. So can you show us again the, the link? So you have that link because that's going to tie into the next question. How do you share the store link? So that's tripping some people up. So you have that share button right there. Okay. And then you can copy that message or just go to the store link. Nice. Yeah. So you, and we even have it. Thanks so much for staying with us. If you need anything before you arrive or while you're here, we have a store and there's that link, or you can just share the store, li the store link and you can put that in any automated messaging. Again, we suggest after they book, Hey, we're so excited to have you. Your guests knowing that you have a store is a real value add. They're not looking at this like, Oh, they're trying to get money from us. It's not the brochure next to the bed that says, here's the mattress reused. Do you want to buy it? which is wonderful. I mean, I love that. I love seeing the decor and being able to buy the decor, but this is something that actually makes it seem like you have a concierge, right? That you're doing all this extra stuff for them, right? Yeah. So putting it in your link, we do have QR codes 
that are really beautiful that people put in there. We have lots of different types, designs. So, and, and we have lots of these. You can do QR codes anywhere you want them. You can put a QR code anywhere you want, but we do suggest just putting it in your automated messaging. So you literally set it and forget it. You set it and forget it. And again, if you're only using services, you never think about it again. If you're stocking things, which mm-hmm. I love because I love, oh, they have s'mores kit. Oh, they have extra firewood. Oh, I forgot my phone charger. I don't want to share it with my partner all weekend, right? Those become, even if I like to say, even if you forgot to refill the soap, if you have a phone charger, you can sell them. They're going to still give you a five-star rating. That's what I like to say. So, I love it. I love it. Good stuff. So next question, are we able to use the same link for all the properties or does each property needs its own link? for the store? That's a great question, actually. Moni's yeah. getting into the operation side of it, I see. I love it. I love yes. it. So you can have one store for your entire city. We have midterm stay apartments that have several thousand apartments and they use one store that says this property management company, Minneapolis. That works really well if you're only doing services because what it does is it essentially brokers that service out to your vendor. Your vendor has to confirm their location, which they should be doing anyway. So can you confirm your final location for this massage, et cetera, that vendor has all of their information. So again, if you're only doing services, very easy to have one store for 20 listings, right? If you're selling products or you have on-site rentals, you're going to want a store probably for each listing like bikes, right? Bikes are in the garage. Code is one, two, three, four, unless you're very consistent. I have five sets of bikes. They all have the same code, right? We also do inventory management. So if you are selling items on site, then you probably want your own store because it's going to tell you when you're down to one phone charger or sunblock, right? But we see people doing it both ways, right? Especially again, if you're only doing those services and you have your own vendors or you're just using the host coast vendors, it's fine to do one store you are going to see all your sales. So I'm going to show you what this looks like here. This is, I think, one of our promo stores. So you're not going to see, you're going to see all your sales. You're going to see, the really cool thing is if you want to remarket to direct book your guests, you're going to have all of their email addresses. And especially you're going to have the email addresses of not only them, but also the other people that are staying there, right? If they're all ordering stuff, you're going to see your signage, lots of different signage to choose from. Should you want to put it in a guest book or guidebook? And then back to your products. I love it. Oh my goodness. Good stuff. So Annie, this isn't going to be for free, right? So are we splitting the revenue that's coming in half and half with the host code? Tell us what we should expect there as far as how much does it cost to leverage this amazing product? Um, So it is free to start a store, to have a store. How we make money is we get 7% of a sale. So you sell a $100 blanket, we get $7. And then we charge a convenience fee to your guests, which is 8%. And that all of that covers all of the visa transaction fees, which are minimum 3%, depending on where you are, right? 3%. We take care of all the sales tax, all the remittance to every state, all of the tax reporting for anything at the end of the year. The other thing that this covers is it, if you're, you have a short-term rental, If you start selling stuff in your short-term rental and you're selling it, it changes your tax status. I mean, I know you just had a huge tax month, right? It's a different business. So what we're doing here is also saying, we're the business, we're the seller of record. 
you're just putting this, you're just being the broker for this transaction. So it keeps everything very clean in that circumstance. And again, we, I have never had yet. I'm sure it'll happen. A single guest complain about 8% they're on vacation, right? So you're keeping 93% of the transaction and otherwise it's free. We don't charge anything to host. Love that. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let us know how to connect with you to learn, to really learn more about host, host, the host co and how to sign up for that. Yes. So a little bit about me, long time, short-term rental host, long time tech nerd. Those two things came together to create the host co where you can instantly plug in upsells to your rental. We have hosts that are making a thousand dollars a month per listing extra by adding upsells pretty almost completely passively to their units. You can get a store at www.thehost.co. And when you sign up, there is a little promo box. If you write in short-term gems in there, you will get $30 back after your first sell to your guests. So I can't wait to see you try it. Yay. Short-term gems, guys. You get $30. Look, every dollar counts. Short-term gems. Short-term gems, every dollar counts. Short-term gems is the code. Annie, I cannot thank you enough for your time. Thank you for creating this product and the solution for us hosts and all the best to you. (laughs) Bye-bye for now.